0: This doesn't even need to be part of the show, but if it ends up being interesting, then I could leave it in. Um, and we would
1: have we would have an episode title of um, Bill's Big Package.
0: Yeah, oh sure, yeah, that'll <laughs> that'll reel, and then we could bring back the Tinder segment. Um, so the fucking um, the Final Fantasy fourteen expansion is launching. Uh, the The same week as Thanksgiving in November. Okay. Um, well, I think technically it's the week before if you do a pre-order, pre-order. So, like, I don't know why you wouldn't pre-order it and get it a week early. Um, so, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh that early, that, that week before because I'm going to a show. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, I can't. my 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 desktop is too big to take. Uh, and travel with it'll just be a pain in the ass. And I'm I'll, I'm worried I'll break it. Uh, right. PS Five is now too big to take, and also it's like entrenched in my um, like TV stand thing. It would actually be probably more annoying to take than my desktop, even though it's smaller than the desktop. Um, sure. And so they released the benchmark for the expansion to say, like, hey, you know, we'll give you a score. This is how the game is going to run on your device. So I run it on my laptop, which is um, six years old now. Yeah, I think. Um, And it was it was some rough stuff. It was rough. Um, It's on that old uh, that old 960, right? Yeah. And the 960 M. Yeah. I remember that because my old laptop has the same one. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I remember playing the game on that laptop and it was okay. I don't remember being like a, a an awful experience. Um, mm-hmm. But this benchmark was, it was a struggle to get it, you know, it was not stable whatsoever. Um, and then it's like, oh yeah, you can run the game. You might just have to turn down some settings. And I'm like, eh, that's going to be miserable to me I'm like running the game at you know 144 frames uh <laughs> so I'm like
1: yeah once you go there you can't go back you can't downgrade
0: yeah so I'm like what what the fuck am I gonna do I'm like am I what am I? so I start looking at laptops oh, no. uh and then and then I I decide that like because, like, otherwise, like, this laptop runs fine. You know, it's it's still... It's got an i7 uh, quad core. It's six years old, but, like, um... You know, it runs fine. It gets a little hot. Um, it's got... I, mm-hmm. I, went, I went with a 4K screen at the time. I really didn't need it. Um, <laughs> that was overkill. Um, but, it like, otherwise, it runs fine. And, in fact, like, I just had it, it... It's out of warranty now. But, like, I had, like, an extended warranty plan. Um... And last year, it was like blue screening to hell. Um, and so I had it serviced. It's a Dell XPS 15. Um, and they replaced the uh, the SSD. The SSD was apparently causing the issues. So it's got a new SSD. Uh, last year, I also replaced the battery because the battery life is really bad. So it's got a new battery. It's got a new SSD. Um, and so, you know, it, it's fine otherwise. But I'm like, God, it can't even run this, you know old MMO
1: this game that you do nothing but complain
0: about (laughs) I know I uh but one of my big complaints is that there's no content um and this is this is like you know this is the right this is a big deal this is the expansion um yeah and I'm gonna be in Pittsburgh and I'm gonna be with my sister who's gonna be sitting there playing it Mm -hmm. and I'm just gonna be sitting like oh yeah that's cool oh you're leveling up yeah that'd be that'd be nice that'd be nice if I could do that um so, I'm looking at laptops. And then I I, I, find, I... I bought a laptop. Is is the long and short of it.
1: Cause, yeah, I felt like it was going in that direction.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, because it turns out there are, like, new laptops coming out, like, at this time. Because of why the fuck wouldn't they be? I mean, new stuff's always coming out. But, like, as I'm looking, there are n- new stuff coming out. Um, And I figured you know I don't know how long it'll take for something to arrive Uh, Mm -hmm. I'll just want to have it now Um, and then my mom's been complaining about um, she has my old Chromebook and she's been using that and that's fine for like regular day to day stuff in fact I replaced the battery on that uh, because she was complaining about battery life on that so I replaced that battery Um, but she like wants to be able to like do more with her documents she has like old like Microsoft publisher files and like she wants to do, like, more PDF stuff. Um, and so, originally, I was going to sell my computer, because I was looking online, and it's still worth a fair bit, It like, you know, um, even though it's six years old. Um, so, I was going to be able to, like, sell it and get some back, you know, for the new one that I was maybe looking at. Um, right. And then I'm like, well, I could just give it to her, you know. Yeah. Because uh, it's still, it's fine, and I just replaced parts on it, so it's like... It's completely usable. It just
1: she just she can't run Final Fantasy on it, which I don't think is gonna be a deal breaker.
0: I don't think so either. Even though she's been very curious about the game. Um <laughs> Oh really? Well yeah, because she used to play RuneScape with us. Um mm-hmm. but they're they're very different MMOs. Um Yeah. But yeah. Uh
1: you could have like a a, a entire like family raid group pretty soon.
0: I know, yeah, yeah. Um my brother could actually play because he he has my old ps4 but yeah but i i can't i can't do that to them i can't i already did it to my yeah. sister and she's you know she's in deeper than i am so uh yeah so anyway the the laptop. she's 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 in deeper than you
1: are says the person who just purchased a laptop i for know one i week. haven't
0: told her yet because she's going to mercilessly make fun of me for it um <laughs> So yeah, so so it's coming tomorrow. Um, I thought about getting just like the newer version of the Dell XPS fifteen, um, because that that has an OLED, the new one. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that'll look fantastic because this screen looks amazing. Um, and I wouldn't go for the four K in the new one. They have a three point five K screen. I was like, okay, you know, that's a nice compromise. They'll probably have better battery life, you know, with the OLED, uh, and it's not a four K screen, um, but it's only sixty hertz. And I was like, yeah, that's fine on a laptop, I guess, but if I'm, if I'm going to use it for, you know, gaming and it won't be like a gaming machine, I'll still use it for productivity, but like, yeah, because
1: outside of this, this one period of time, like you still have a really good desktop at home, right? So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um. So, so I went with the Razer Blade 14, um, which is it's it's brand new. Um, so it has a 3070 in it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) which, which is, which is the same GPU that I got for my desktop. Unreal. Um, and so the only so the only reason is is that like it's overkill in a laptop. It's completely overkill in a laptop. There is no need to have a 3070. Um, yeah. the The only reason is that the uh, the 3070 model is the one with 1440p, the screen. Mm-hmm. The 3060 model is 1080p. And I didn't want to go back to 1080p. Right. So. That that's the only difference um otherwise yeah i don't need a friggin' 3070 in the laptop it's 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 too much um
1: yeah i mean it's it's future proof
0: it is it is yeah and it has like uh, a ryzen 9 um but it's a mobile uh, cpu and it's basically clocked the it's (laughs) it's clocked the same as my desktop uh ryzen 7 which is an older ryzen 7 um So it's like I bought a mobile version of my desktop, I guess. Yeah, that's
1: that's really cool, though. Yeah.
0: And it's also like super thin. So it's a 14 inch uh, and it's really small. And I wanted the portability of it, too. Um, Yeah, that's a good size. Yeah, even though my 15 inch isn't like big and bulky or anything. um, Mm -hmm. But like in six years, they've made these things friggin small. Um, Yeah, yeah. And I read reviews and apparently like it's, it stays cool. The cooling is really good. It has a vapor chamber. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I I might write a review about it. Um, I've never done like a laptop review. I've just done like tablets and shit. Um,
1: yeah, that would be cool. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be in the market probably later this year or if not next year. Yeah. Um, for, for something new. So that's, that's cool.
0: So yeah, so that's the dumb shit I did. (laughs) oh yeah yeah but i mean i i guess it'll be better because now like i could travel again i guess yeah uh, i'll have something
1: and it's not like your old laptop is going to waste either no so that's, right that's cool. yeah
0: i try not to do that like you know like uh i was able to get a ps5 at launch you know i gave the ps4 to my brother uh, and he uses it so like you know i i, I don't like to waste shit like that um yeah but but yeah um I don't know if I don't know if I'm gonna keep this for the uh the podcast but I just wanted to talk about that (laughs) yeah I mean so when's it coming in it's supposed to come tomorrow tomorrow yeah it took about a week I got it from Best Buy um because I had like I had like eleven dollars of credit but you know, I had it. So why the hell not? Um, yeah, why not? It put, it, and you like said just like bucket, this... but
1: now this is one that just came out or, or you're saying like there are some on the horizon, but you didn't want to, to wait.
0: Uh, no, the, the, these like just came out. I think the Dell one I was looking at the, the new XPS 15 came out in like May. Uh, uh okay. this razor came out like, uh, like a few weeks ago. It's like brand friggin' new. Um, I see. But it just it just happened to be when I was looking at it because the Final Fantasy XIV benchmark came out uh, just a few weeks ago. So yeah, uh, yeah. But like I, I just wanted so to have should, it to
1: have it. You should probably think about PC Game Pass at this point.
0: Uh, I, I got a month because uh, I ordered it from you? Best Buy, so they're giving me a month of it. Nice. Because um, I've considered it, but it's not. It doesn't have the same parity as uh, the Xbox One because they want to push the boxes. You know. That's true, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've, like, looked at the games. It has a decent selection. It's not terrible, but it's just not at the same level as uh, the, you know, console version. Right, right. Um. Like, it has some, like, good RPGs on there. I think it's, like, I've got a lot of CRPGs that I actually already have from, like, all the different... Because, like, Twitch gives away games and, you know... Um, yeah I still haven't bothered to download the epic game store even though they give away free games I just I always forget yeah. I always forget it exists um
1: which is which is fair
0: yeah it's like I mean because because like all I have is um I just have a steam and uh goG oh and I have itch but like I always forget itch exists too even though I bought that enormous um bundle last summer oh yeah that was for really the cool. social justice. Mm -hmm. um but yeah yeah i always forget the epic store exists and then i don't like buy like you know um ubisoft games or ea games so i don't have their launchers either
1: right um yeah i like that with I'm, i'm not sure if it's on the pc version but the xbox version of game pass has uh ea subscription like packed
0: into it which is nice yeah with that do you like do you get the current versions of the or is it the older versions of the sports games So
1: yeah it's there's a a number of months that you have to wait after release I see So like I wouldn't be able I think what I can do is I can probably play NHL 22 like a few days early I think cuz I remember a couple years ago um for some reason I was into Madden don't ask yeah, me why Yeah yeah but I remember with that subscription, you could play like 10 hours of the game when it comes out, and you can play it a few days early. Oh, right, so,
0: right, right.
1: Yeah, so I might do that like to play it a few days early, but I'm going to end up buying the game, NHL. Right. NHL, that is, not Madden. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that by the end of our recording today, um, there's some news about NHL 22, because EA is having its uh, its um, like press conference right now.
0: Oh, is this in place of their E three or is this just like a Yeah,
1: they didn't they didn't have a presence at E three, I don't think.
0: Right. Do you think they will for NHL? Or is it just I, a long I shot? I think the best
1: yeah, it's a long shot. The best I'm probably hoping for is like some stuff for like reporters. Sure. After the fact. That's usually what, which is what they yeah. usually that's usually what they do, yeah because you have to imagine it's going to be like fifa and battlefield and i don't know whatever else they have coming probably some star wars thing
0: right did you see the um the story about the warehouse full of ps4s (laughs) no i did not um i don't have like the uh source for the it was all over the place um but i didn't put this in the thing uh there was there was like a uh i think it was in europe um uh, like some uh, I, some law enforcement found a warehouse full of PS4s oh no I did
1: hear about this yeah
0: and everybody was convinced it was for crypto mining um, like they converted the, the playstations into uh, I guess PCs for crypto mining but then it turns out that it was uh, to farm FIFA shit oh Somehow. no way
1: I only saw the initial report about the crypto. Yeah, and that they confiscated them.
0: Yeah, no, it turns out it was for FIFA shit. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. Which I mean, it's ca- probably
1: like some, probably some Ultimate Team stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which I mean, I guess it's like basically <laughs> the same kind of. You know, it's like basically just trying to yeah. get NFTs, <laughs> but it's FIFA. Y-
1: yeah, yeah. You're probably just like selling that stuff, like on the internet for money anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um. That's that's wild.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: if only if only NHL had the fan base large enough to to justify a warehouse full of right <laughs> P- PS4s. Yeah, it's unfortunate because there was some news about FIFA that um, there won't be crossplay on the next version, and so like you can kind of assume that NHL won't have crossplay either because that just comes down to like an EA thing, like an infrastructure thing.
0: It's an EA thing? It's not like a Sony thing?
1: Um, you know, it could be Sony. Because I remember in the past, Sony has been, like, blocking that from happening. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so it could come down to Sony. But it's it's not like people, like, you can go by what FIFA announces to determine, like, what's going to happen in NHL. Sure. So if FIFA doesn't have something,
0: there's no way the NHL will. Right, right. Yeah. So, uh, we promised it. Uh, for weeks now like a month ago uh, and we we did it we watched the sexy beasts the first episode on Netflix
1: series premiere
0: yeah um well sort of apparently it, it was it was a show in the UK I, I looked this up um
1: of course because every reality show that comes out in america is like a ripoff of something from or an adaptation of something from the uk yeah or somewhere else yeah
0: and the and the vulture article i or something like that or maybe it's variety something like that uh, article i read about it said it was like wildly popular um <laughs> and of course it only had one season of six episodes in the uk <laughs> like, oh okay yeah wildly popular huh all right um but yeah we we watched it we did it um
1: it was only 24 minutes long, which I appreciated.
0: I did, too. And I was like, oh, OK. Like, aren't kind of most dating reality shows, you know, like in the 40, 45 minute mark. But um, I was like, all yeah. right. I was like, cool. I don't have to spend a ton of time on this. But then I was like, is there really going to be anything here if they couldn't fill 45 <laughs> minutes? Um, And, yeah, I think they struggled. They struggled, too. At least that's what they I, did.
1: I thought. Yeah, they did. They did struggle. Um, they struggled, and they made some interesting choices <laughs> throughout the episode. Um, um, I, I was, I was thinking we could maybe just kind of go through it sequentially
0: and kind of break down the the events of the uh, the episode. Sure. Yeah. By all means. Uh, if yeah, because you want to sort of dive deep into this, because um, we were talking before we started recording. Um, I wanted to maybe cut this cut the segment (laughs) entirely uh, because I watched it and like I didn't I didn't really you know I was like worried I wouldn't have anything to say about it because I was just I I even texted you last night I was like yeah it sure exists huh
1: (laughs) I you know yeah I should have probably um, taken that as a sign that you weren't uh, (laughs) terribly enthusiastic or at least on the level that I am
0: yeah you're you you really uh are gung-ho about it so yeah go, please uh take, take i just i just thought
1: it was i thought it was fascinating because you know we watched the trailer and we saw what the gimmick was and with the prosthetics and you know the animal costumes and but like this episode was strange for reasons i did not foresee yeah um so all right so to set this up the the format of the show is is you have one person uh, in this episode's case it was Emma Emma the demon
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and she is gonna go on dates with three men. Um, I did take notes on this episode what I didn't do was I didn't get the name <laughs> the names of any of the guys.
0: I, I gotta tell you I don't think it matters. I don't think
1: it matters. Um, I can just kind of refer to them by what the uh, the prosthetics they were wearing. Yeah. So we had, a uh, statue man who was, who's like this sort of, um, I mean, he referred to himself as like a, a Greek God, mm-hmm. uh, at least in terms of like the prosthetics he was wearing. Um, we have, uh, Ratatouille. Yeah. It's a guy dressed up as a mouse. Um, and then we had a baboon. hmm And so, you know, she's, Emma, the demon is going to date these three men, um, at the end of the first date, she's going to eliminate one. So then you're down to two. Uh, the remaining two will then have a second date with Emma. And at the end of the episode, she will choose a winner. And that's that's how this works.
0: Yeah, that's, um, that's basically
1: it. That's basically it. Pretty simple. Didn't really need to go through all that, but I did. Um, okay, so... The first the first choice that <laughs> that the the voiceover guy the narrator made that I thought was was worth uh, worth mentioning um, so they're introducing Emma you see her before you see any of her potential suitors and she is asked the question um, what does she look for in a guy right mm-hmm. and so she says that she goes for the bad guys yeah. she likes the bad guys
0: Right, yeah, I remember that. But
1: she likes the bad guys with, you know, a softness to them. Yeah. So, the narrator, he says, Soft inside with a hard shell. Maybe this is the show where Emma will meet the tortoise of her dreams. So, that's the quote from the narrator. And Uh at this point I'm thinking, well... We haven't seen these guys yet. Surely one of the guys is going to have like a turtle prosthetic. Right? After that, that little voiceover. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Because why else would you, would she be meeting the tortoise of her dreams? I mean, we're, we're dressing up as like animals here. Like what else
0: is going to happen? Yeah. But, uh, but no. <laughs> I, I had to tune out the narrator as it went along. Oh,
1: Oh no, there's some good stuff. Because there's no, stuff it was
0: really bad. It was really bad. <laughs> yes, but in this context bad is good. It in like the problem one okay, there's a lot of problems. One of the problems with this show is that they don't have a host. And so so there's no one to like um sort of move things along. Right. At all, so it's just kind of these people in masks, just kind of standing around. And so when things get awkward, they kind of just let it hang. Yeah. And then it's only like in post where they've written something for like the some shitty line for the narrator to say after the fact. Yeah. Like, boy, this baboon's all hot and bothered, or something like stupid like that. Um, sure.
1: Yeah. Meanwhile, I have I have one that I that I quoted and I wrote down for later, but we'll get. To yeah.
0: That. But then meanwhile, it's like just these people just standing around like, OK, what are we supposed to do now? Like, I just dumped this dude and he's still sitting there like there's no there's no like so they're <laughs> not. These people aren't, you know, like TV ready producers, but like you have the one like Emma, she's the one that's sort of like hosting it.
1: Yeah, she is. But that's
0: not her job. She's she's like a contestant. She's, you know, it's just very weird. They need somebody to be like, I don't know any of the hosts of these dating shows, but like they need one of them.
1: He's well, not Chris Harrison.
0: <laughs> they yeah they but they need like a they need like a Seacrest. They need a uh, you know.
1: Chris Harrison is the guy that got booted off of um, Bachelor after he made some really uh, problematic and. I mean, just racist comments. Of course, uh, on of a, course, on a uh, Entertainment Tonight or whatever.
0: Well, then put them on this, and you can make some speciesist comment. I don't. Yeah. Um, but they need they need it. They need somebody.
1: They do. They definitely do. Because um, Emma was pulling double duty here for sure. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like they're really putting <laughs> her to work. Like
1: they are. Yeah. Um, but at least they gave her a portrait in. The Manor, which has the clever title of "Sexy Beast Manor,"
0: of course, yeah, yeah. Which I'm, I think,
1: might just be like the repurposed Hill House sets.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't know where the hell we were or no. anything because they're in a, they're in a castle, and two yeah. of the dudes were British. Yeah, yeah, and. Yeah, I couldn't get. Like, are we in Europe or like, like where the hell? And it's
1: it's it's even more difficult because they were clearly shooting this like in the middle of COVID because all the places they go to are empty. They have like maybe
0: a few extras in the background. Yeah, who they're who they've only instructed to like sort of gawk at the masks. Yeah. Um, it's all very uncomfortable. Um, but and i can't tell if it's because it's naturally uncomfortable or if they've just like made it uncomfortable on purpose
1: that's a good question i i can, yeah i don't know if it's a just a poorly edited show or whether they're really going for like a just a very different vibe
0: yeah because like they're they're at a bar and it's clearly not like a real bar or it's a bar that they've emptied to shoot mm-hmm. this and they have people... it's a bar that
1: probably wasn't even open
0: yeah <laughs> and of they COVID. and they have like extras watching them you know yeah it's it's just like it's just bizarre and not because they're wearing masks it's bizarre because it's being recorded
1: yeah exactly the masks are like the least strange thing by the end of it
0: yeah even though they keep like reference like every 2 seconds they're like oh i i need to see what you look like under the mask or like yeah so that that's actually <laughs> that's that's a good point because
1: the whole selling point of the show is that we're getting rid of like superficiality if that's if that's a word
0: no yeah
1: um (laughs) okay we're getting rid of the superficial side of dating right Mm -hmm. we're taking away the looks and we're just gonna we're gonna dive deeper than that but then you watch this episode and like all these people are talking about is looks yes like one of the guys i think maybe it was Baboon. Um, he, he's quoted in the beginning when you're first meeting him. You know, he's like, they ask him the same question of what, you know, what do you look for in um, in a date? And he's like, he's like, I look for a big ass. I look for an LL Cool J big old butt.
0: Who was, there was, and the other one said, I'm a tits guy. <laughs> I'm a tits guy, yeah. So, like, they are in these ridiculous prosthetics and they
1: are still just like...
0: Yeah, yeah. No, they're they're convinced that because oh they they'll wear the mask. Oh, we can maybe create these genuine connections. And it's like no, these are just horny dudes. They will they will just go for anybody with a pulse. These are lonely yeah. horny dudes. Yep. So it doesn't matter what she looks like. <laughs> it really doesn't. And then <laughs> it, doesn't it turns do. out that she's a supermodel. So like yeah, every everybody's hot. <laughs> yeah, like they're all attractive <laughs> thin singles. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> none of this matters and it's like oh she's just my type it's like of course she is she's a hot supermodel yeah who are you fooling just your (laughs) type
1: so we made it um we actually made it just past five minutes before another Netflix show was awkwardly mentioned (laughs) Peaky
0: Blinders oh yeah that was I didn't even think of that
1: I mean, I don't know if it if it's like a Netflix original, but it's definitely streaming on. Netflix. It is. So yeah. It's, it's product placement.
0: I didn't even think of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we get to the, the first date at the bar. Uh, very awkward stuff. We really don't get anything of substance.
0: No. From it. And Emma even like says any- that. Yeah. She's like, yeah, Um, I didn't really get to know them.
1: Um, yeah, but now I have to eliminate one of them. Yeah, uh, based on based on absolutely nothing. Well, actually, not because, absolutely nothing well, because she she does she does have a reason, which we'll get to in a second. But go ahead. But
0: so this was the speed dating round. So she literally got like I don't know, maybe fifteen minutes, which is cut down into, I don't know, two minutes each, maybe maybe probably less. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. So this is but at the same time. So we already said that, like the the people that the two that survive, they get to go on like a full date later on. Yeah. But then that also gets cut down. So that's also basically like in in what you're viewing. That's also a speed date. Because it's cut down.
1: Yeah, because this episode is twenty four minutes. Yeah. Long. <laughs> um, and half
0: and half the episode is talking heads where they have to explain what they're thinking, you know. And most of that is just like, oh, I I need to see what's under the mask or, you know, or I don't care what's (laughs) under the mask or I think I I think one one of the guys, one of the guys said, let me rip that mask. off." He said that twice. He said that before he saw her and then he said it after he was convinced that he was in love with her. (laughs) Oh, man, he said it twice and they used it twice. (laughs) There was nothing going on here.
1: Yeah. So, um, spoiler alert! But Ratatouille is the first guy to be eliminated, um, and and her reasoning for this, which she's talking in front of all three of them,
0: which is incredibly awkward.
1: It's so awkward, and she's she tells Ratatouille, she's like, uh, "Yeah, you just talked over me for like the
0: entire <laughs>
1: day." Yeah and then and we saw we saw part of this and he he actually mansplained the term banter
0: (laughs) well i mean she did she said that she didn't know what it was oh did she say she didn't know yeah okay she's like oh "Oh, i don't know what that what is that
1: which also like okay so it's definitely she's definitely not from the uk i mean her accent didn't match up either I have no idea where they got these people from.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, like, our, where are we? We're, like, at the nexus of the universe. Like, it's so bizarre. I don't even know if that amusement park they went to had, like, a name. No, they don't mention anything. They don't mention... Yeah. Like, we're in some, like, universal studios lot. It's like, what... Where is this?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so, um, Mount... uh Ratatouille is eliminated and the voiceover has a, has a line for him on his way out, which is, uh, the mouse dropping has caused a stink. <laughs> what the fuck. Did you, did you catch that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I caught it. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: <sighs> the, the mouse dropping has caused a stink.
0: Well, that well, wasn't that also um, because he, like, he got eliminated and then he like started negging her like immediately
1: oh yeah like you're gonna regret this when you see what i look like or whatever
0: yeah he said something well i think he said something ruder than that yeah probably and it was just like but it's funny though because the way they
1: edit it like you get a a shot of her talking like outside of this and she's like yeah it doesn't it really doesn't matter what he looks like because his personality sucked yeah and then the voiceover comes on he's like well let's see what he looks like, yeah, and, and, like and what she's what she's missing. Yeah,
0: they like they edited it wrong. Like it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, because okay. because then he cause so, then he asks her. Then he asks her. He's like, "Well, like you know, <laughs> do you regret it?" And she's like, just sitting there. It's like no. She's just yeah. she's sitting there. It's like, well, and we already know, so it's just uncomfortable. Mm
2: hmm.
1: So then we get into um, the first longer date, and this is this is definitely the most bizarre segment for me, at least. Um, they, her and Baboon go to a uh, a spa, like a massage place. This was surreal, and um,
0: this was some it's, fucked it's, up shit.
1: It's funny. Uh, we might not get to this this week, but I did put Quentin Tarantino on oh, the uh, yeah, list of topics shit. today, <laughs> and um, I think they actually brought him in to direct this segment <sighs> because God. what you got was close-ups, extremely extended, long takes of their feet and their feet being rubbed. Their feet being rubbed because they're getting foot massages. Yes. So, can you figure out the the mindset of the producers here like do you have any idea what they were going for?
0: I think it was supposed to be funny okay um because there's the voiceover where the narrator uh accidentally reveals that he has a foot fetish haha ha. and it's right. just incredibly 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 gross mm-hmm. Like it's just so gross, yeah, like I mean I, yeah, and it's not funny, it's not funny,
1: no, it's not, i I like for me, I was thinking, okay, so like they're they're all dressed up in prosthetics, they're really not showing any skin, right, but this is a dating show, so they want to have like something, and and all like all they had to work with was the feet, so they really they really went down that road.
0: they could have had regular massages, yeah. Nothing is preventing yeah. that. No, <laughs> and they also could have done this, but without just like the the sexy mo- foot montage. Like it was disgusting.
1: And there were like four of them too. There were like four different.
0: <laughs> it was. It shots. was like. It was like a minute and a half of feet shots.
1: <laughs> oh man. And, yeah, it's just incredible. And then,
0: and yeah, and then you bring in these, you bring in these feet masseuses, these older women, for whatever reason, you're subjecting them to this. Um, hopefully, they were paid well. I hope so. Because, because you're making them sit through, um, the the most. What what was the question she asked him? It was just
1: like, oh, yeah. So this was this was. <laughs> I wanted to mention this. Um, just the, so it's just the worst conversation. So the guy, and by the way, this isn't Baboon. I was wrong. It's, it's Stone Man. Yes. Just so we have that cleared, cleared up. So Stone Man, he, they're having a conversation during the massage and he says that he's a very intuitive person. Um, and she's like, oh, well that, that's cool. Um, you know, how so? And, uh, he says, well, you know, a few weeks ago, somebody asked me to guess their age And I guessed 26 and they were like, wow, that's you're, you're right. So he successfully guessed someone's age a couple of weeks before. And so that, because of that, he's a very intuitive
0: person. I wasn't, I wasn't even going to get, I wasn't even going to get here yet because before that she asks, she asks just like, uh, if money were no object, what would you do?
1: Oh, right, right. Yeah.
0: And he says travel the world. Wow, man. And then he says, it's because I love culture. Yeah. I love culture. If you, go, if you go to Italy, you don't want a hamburger. It's like, it's a like great, great man. Well,
1: a few minutes before this, he was doing one of those backstage, like, you know, like diary room sessions or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And um, this is a direct quote. He says, I've
0: got a personality. I'm going to let it shine.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's got a personality. Yeah.
0: And yeah. And if, if he had unlimited money, he'd travel the world. It's like, Oh cool. Yeah, man. You're a, yeah. You're you're the only one.
1: (laughs) Put that in the bio, but, Mm. um, yeah, he's he's very intuitive. Yeah, he as yeah me, he can, as we he can guess people's
0: ages. Yeah, and then unfortunately,
1: for the poorly paid masseuses. Well, hold on, she, no, hold on hold, chi- on, hold on, hold on.
0: He does guess okay. Emma's age
1: correctly. Correctly. Yes. Yeah. So she's twenty one we learn.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then and then the masseuse, you know, just joining in the conversation is like, uh, well, can you guess my my age? Yeah. Now you know you. When you're doing this, you you want to bet low, always, always. always. But <laughs> Mister Intuition, uh, he's not betting low. He's gambling a bit here. He wants to be right on the money because, <laughs> because he's two for two, <laughs> and he, he really wants to impress on this on this date. So um, he goes for sixty two. <laughs> He goes for sixty two. Uh, let me compose myself here. Um, and uh, and the look that she gives him, man. Um, she
0: was not happy about it. And then she uh, says, then, "Yeah." She says, "Give me his feet." <laughs> yes. Give me his feet, and then everybody sits there in silence. <laughs> <laughs> for another 30 seconds and they don't cut away they from don't it. cut away from it
1: oh man and then the voiceover guy comes on and, and he's like she's 55 <laughs> how dare you oh
0: man yeah that
1: that was amazing um that that whole segment was was very surreal.
0: Just the strangest shit.
1: Um, so so we transitioned. Was it? Was there anything else from that? From that I don't. You I don't think that was couple? the
0: whole thing. Okay. I think that was because I then know. we're
1: going. Then we're going to an amusement park.
0: Yeah. This. Okay. This dude was set up to win <laughs> immediately. Like immediately,
1: he was given the he was given the old winners at it.
0: Yeah. Well, of course. Like it was, it was clear from the first date, like they had the best conversation in the speed date because it was the mm-hmm. most like conversation. So it was like, okay, yeah, he's she's gonna go for him, but
1: this is by the way, this is the baboon. This is the
0: baboon. Yeah. Um, but then if you just look at the 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 quality of the date they're given, one gets foot massage with two old women and then the other one gets an amusement park date
1: yeah come on and they have the amusement park all of themselves yeah it's completely empty except for a few extras that are like gawking at them
0: right like come on
1: but um so baboon while they're while they're getting ready to to ride one of the rides he he asks uh he asks emma what the craziest place that she's had Sex is. Yeah. And um, I honestly forget what answer she gave. I think it was something pretty, pretty reasonable, pretty, you know.
0: I think she just said in public. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I legitimately, I think that's just what she said. Yeah.
1: Whatever that means. Which, you know, <laughs> there's a wide array of possibilities there. But then he, he gets more specific um, because he answers the question and he says, on a hole on a golf course. <laughs>
0: I thought he said in a golf cart. No, I, I believe, if I heard correctly, it was on a hole on a golf course. Okay, so this 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 uh, brings up a problem with the frigging masks. Is that yeah. since they're in a mask, their enunciation is not as clear as it might otherwise be. Yes. Um, And so sometimes it's hard to... Uh, understand and hear them because they're in a goddamn mask him especially he's in a furry baboon thing yeah um
1: yeah that's something that they should have foreseen you'd think (laughs) you would think um so then you know they're they're talking a little more um now they're riding a teacup uh and he references the elimination from the previous day. And uh, at that elimination, she said to the two guys remaining, she was like, you know, I, we didn't have much time together, but I wasn't, I wasn't all that impressed. You guys should probably, you know, step your game up for the next round, right? And so he, he feels the need to be like, you know, you know, when you said that yesterday at, at elimination, I thought that was so sexy. <laughs> it really turned me on.
0: When you told me to step my game up, there's just no, there's just nothing. Yeah, there's just nothing.
1: No, there really isn't. Um, so yeah, like like you mentioned, Baboon was was set up for the win here. Um, he does get the win in the end. We have a, a very awkward moment where Statue Man is just sitting on the couch while they while the other two embrace each other and we get a close yeah, zoom into like, his face he's like
0: crying yeah he is
1: on the verge of tears for sure um some water coming out of that stone but uh so <laughs> one final quote I have is um Baboon is like you know, this, this. you know they're finally together Baboon is like wow this is this is such a fairy tale ending and then he just immediately grabs her ass
0: yeah and then they start making out
1: <laughs> they start making out and then he says I quote I got what I came for yeah <laughs> and they
0: walk out yeah it was so weird oh man and that was it I got
1: what I came for and that was it that, that was, was the it. episode. yeah And I was like, "Okay." Did you stick around for the preview of
0: episode two? Um, I'm. If I did, I honestly don't remember.
1: Yeah, it looks like we have a, a sad badger. Um, yeah, do we? up on the next one. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but, but yeah, I mean, I felt like I felt like that was. That was definitely worth getting into because that that was that was quite a trip oh my god i don't i don't anticipate that i'll be watching anymore (laughs) yeah um (laughs) unless unless we want to do another deep dive next week in that case then you know i'm i'm on board but uh the only, but no, I think I think what's that? The
0: only problem is that now on my Netflix it's going to be like continue watching sexy beast and it's going to be stuck there.
1: Yeah, for like months because there's no way to there's no way to remove those. Yeah. So the temptation will always be there. For oh, you.
0: it's not going to be a temptation. It's just going to be a you know a scarlet letter on my <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> yeah just really make
1: a new make a new account
0: you know remember when i said that uh they'd make the first episode like the best one Mm -hmm. uh well i mean i think that holds up because i don't really know how
1: you can top this to be honest
0: this this was just some dreck this was just slopped out i thought i thought the first episode would be the best edited one And if if the rest of them are worse than that Like my god Yeah I like a big ass
1: LL Cool J big old butt
0: I'm a tits man Yeah I'm a tits man
1: But I I do feel I want to give props to Emma though Because I felt like she did a really good job uh, With her her hosting She
0: She was trying man Yeah They they just let shit hang And it's not even in like Like they don't even have like musical cues To like be like Oh that was awkward They just kind of just let it sit Yep And even moments where they don't even have Mr. Narrator address them all They just kind of just Just like a fart in the wind It's just kind (laughs) of Whew just bizarre. Just so bizarre, and the masks are the least bizarre part of it all. Like, I know like you,
1: that's what that's what really gets me.
0: You could get rid of the masks and do the same fucking show. Yep. Like you just would. I mean, we. I
1: didn't mention this, but uh, Baboon and
0: Emma they they made out in the masks. They made out in the masks once. Yeah. Yeah, it it sort of took the uh a lot of the um. Well, I mean, it was obvious who she was gonna pick anyway. But it took a lot of the uh the suspense out the suspense. of her out of her choice. Yeah. It was like, yeah, she's gonna pick the dude she already made out with. Like
1: Of course. Um But they needed to keep that in because the the entertainment of watching that happen outweighed any any suspense killing yeah. for them. Oh yeah. And then, I, I mean, we didn't really mention, but Baboon, when he took off the
0: um, the mask, he was still very hairy. He was hairier with it off. Yes. I don't know. They did an amazing job of cramming all that hair in there. I know. That was impressive. He had a big I mane. Makeup, I, I think the
1: makeup um, the makeup staff on the show has been, is pretty solid. Oh, yeah. For what they're working with. Yeah. Good stuff there.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, because like that, that's got to be the initial draw It's like otherwise why would you give a shit like, But that's just the funny thing Is that you can do the show without it And it would be the same show Yep It just wouldn't I don't know
1: <laughs> I can't believe you wanted to scrap this
0: Speaking of sexy beasts, John Mayer.
1: Yes, is in the news. John Mayer.
0: Um, so you, this is another one of your joints. Yeah. So John Mayer,
1: uh, musician, came out with a new album a week ago. His album is called Sob Rock. Um. And uh, you know, John Mayer has a, a bit of a shaky history, I guess you could say.
0: Yeah, that's um, one way of. Uh... That's one way of putting it. Yeah. But um, I
1: thought I'd check out this new album, see what he's see what he's up to, because it's been a while since I heard anything anything new from him. Um, is he, is been he the so, um,
0: the body is Your Wonderland guy? Is that him? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: that was one of his. Um, I believe one of his breakout hits from like probably twenty years ago. Probably. So yeah, it's been a little while since he's put anything out. Um, in fact, the <laughs> the lead single off of this album that came out last Friday <laughs> was actually released three years ago in twenty eighteen. Sure. Why not? <laughs> Why not? Um but uh yeah I started listening to this album a little bit just, just sampling a few tracks and uh I get to this one song that's called uh Why You No Love Me
0: Yeah That's just and I'm like who Yeah Yeah a little who Um
1: that just makes me sad about, Yeah it's a little sad it's a little cringe but uh but John, John Mayer, he has a uh an explanation for <laughs> for for his approach to this to this new album um in his mind his new album is a ship post
0: sure mm-hmm.
1: it's a ship post um he says that uh you know in this post-pandemic world that we live in um not that it's a post-pandemic world we're still very much in a pandemic um he says there's no more reason to deliberately adhere to an idea of cool
0: now I take issue with this. I take issue with this. Um, was John Mayer ever cool? Um, I w- I'm trying to remember a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> and I
0: can't come up with anything, so I'm gonna say no. So, so the idea to me that John Mayer um, considered himself cool or was like attempting to be cool is, um. It's some interesting uh, stuff conceptually
1: definitely yeah um but you know for him being able to shed this idea of, of having to worry about being cool that that gave him freedom uh, to make an album that was quotes provocative if not antagonizing <laughs>
0: uh-huh uh-huh <laughs>
1: So, so mayor went on to say, and this is an article uh, talking to Zane Lowe, a reporter, and he went on to say that he wanted to get in trouble <laughs> with this album. And he says, cool. "I want someone to tell me this is shit." And so, I made a record that, to me at the time, only in a way to coax something out of me that I wouldn't normally have done. I shit posted a record. It's called Sawbrock because it's a shit post.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh No, he he goes
1: on. There's more. I'm sorry. Um yeah. more important more importantly, it's what I thought was a ship post. And this gets <laughs> okay. down <laughs> Okay,
0: now we're getting somewhere. Yeah.
1: And, and this gets down to where you have artists sit down in front of you and play what they think is their garbage, and you go, That's
0: the best thing I ever heard. <laughs> I ever heard you play. Oh, 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 I see. Okay. Um so 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 the the real point of this is uh, is that John Mayer doesn't know what a shitpost post is, <laughs> so that's that's what we're dealing with. That's what we're dealing with. Because here. that was my yes, suspicion, um, and then whenever he gave his definition of a shitpost, post, um, he made it abundantly clear.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to understand this guy is new to TikTok. He's he's only been on the in the TikTok sphere for a few months now.
0: It sounds like he's new to the internet too, because he also. Just stumbled upon Rage Comics. Um, yes, <laughs> he's doing. Why you Know love? <sighs> yeah. Good so, God. Um,
1: then we get into a, a painting metaphor. Um, so he so to, to continue on here is Mayor explained that the desire to break free and shitpost post an album came about because he quote never wanted to be that artist who runs out of paint colors. It begins to just make the same songs over and over again, which I mean, I'll get to that. But if you're lucky enough to be 20 years in, you have to deal with, wow, these paint colors they want me to use. It's another blue painting. (laughs) So for me, so for me, I'm only interested if I get to put new paints on the canvas.
0: So it so then he wants to be the crazy guy in the asylum that's painting with shit.
1: Yeah, I, I can only imagine that the new color is brown. Like, what, um, what the fuck? He's mixing, like, eight metaphors. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one's a little hard to follow, but he does mention that he doesn't want to make the same songs over and over again, and, and I hate to tell him, but, like, that's his entire career. <laughs> yes, yeah. And this album is no exception, apart from just, like, really intentionally like absurd lyrics like everything else about it is just textbook John Mayer yeah um
0: well I mean your body is a wonderland that on its own is some absurd shit mm-hmm so and that was this big one yes I like at the end here Mayer's certainly not the first musician to shit post. <laughs> What's funny? What's funny is that the album itself might not be a shit post, but him saying that it is is more of a shit post.
1: Yes. <laughs> and it's also it just feels like it just feels like an excuse to me oh completely allows the album, yeah. which is what it is. So
0: and also it feels like an it feels like an
1: intentional thing that he came up with after the fact, right?
0: Yeah, but then he also wants somebody to say that it's the best thing that he's ever played. <laughs> yeah. He's he got wants, this
1: dream in his head.
0: He wants it both ways. He wants it to be shitty and also the best thing he's ever done. Yes. Come on. He's looking for validation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In all the wrong um, places. In all the wrong... He's not going to get it uh, from this podcast,
2: oh,
1: certainly not. Um, I mean, I don't know if you wanted to go into his previous. Oh yes, stuff. I did. Yes, I oh, did. Perfect. Yes, perfect. I did.
0: So uh, it's easy to forget uh, a little bit of John Mayer's past. Um, perhaps some of the TikTok stands have dug this up. I don't really know. Um, but uh, this is about ten years ago. John Mayer, for whatever reason, thought that he had license to use the (laughs) N-word. This is from The Guardian. This is from 2010. Um, In some kind of interview from, I think, Rolling Stone, um, this is John Mayer. Quote, someone asked me the other day, what does it feel like now to have a hood pass and by the way, it's sort of a contradiction in terms, because if you really had a hood pass, you could call it an N-word pass. And he actually just says the N-word, you know, the full thing. Of um, course. So, <laughs> the problem is, is that he doubles down. Um, and I, I in my head, I always remembered this, but I got the quote wrong. So... He uh, he, uh, this is from The Guardian. He follows this controversial remark by posing the question What is being black? <laughs> he then answers himself It's making the most of your life, not taking a single moment for granted, taking something that's seen as a struggle and making it work for you, or you'll die inside. Not to say that my struggle is like the collective struggle of black America. But maybe my struggle is similar to one black dude's.
1: Holy shit. Well, I'm so glad that we cleared that up from a true authority on the subject. Holy shit. Yeah, I'd never heard that exact quote. That is horrendous.
0: Holy shit. And he goes on. He goes on. It gets worse. It somehow gets worse. Now, here's the part that I got mixed up in my head. Um... When asked by the interviewer, do black women throw themselves at you? Which, I don't know. This interviewer is... I don't know what they're doing. Uh, Mayor responds, I don't think I open myself to it. My dick is sort of like a white supremacist. I've got a Benetton heart <laughs> and a fucking David Duke cock. I'm going to start dating separately from my dick. Now, I always thought he said that he had a Nazi dick. Or like that his dick is like a Nazi. But no. He said that he has a David Duke cock. Now. yeah, He's
1: got a KKK. Uh, C.
0: <laughs> yeah. David Duke was the former grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. If anybody is not familiar. With that piece of shit. So. <laughs> he's saying that he will not date black women. Because his penis. Is a white supremacist. What are you talking about? What? And then that uh, he that he has a hood pass to say the n word. Oh boy. What are you talking about?
1: This is a shit post. Let me tell you. So so yeah, um, I I um, (laughs) I almost don't know what to
0: say. (laughs) It's some rough shit
1: yeah cause I, I always heard about this like I knew that something he said something terrible but I never heard the exact quotes and I'm just like it's worse than you this, think it's worse than I definitely <laughs> yeah
0: it's worse than Ooh. you think I like that this article includes Ice-T's response uh, Ice-T said wow that's sad because I like that dude Where there go all his black (laughs) fans and his hood pass. Damn, John. Thank you, (laughs) Ice-T. Damn, John.
1: You're a beacon of light.
2: Absolutely.
1: I don't want any lemonade. (sighs)
0: So, yeah, that's a little bit of John Mayer for you. Wow. That is a shit post. Man. (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> should we <laughs> should we move into other white people that think that they have license to say the N-word?
1: Yeah, I feel like there's a theme here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh...
1: All right, so we can get into Quentin Tarantino. I put him on here because I've just been annoyed with the shit that he says. Yeah. Um... For, for a while now. Um, okay. So. Quentin Tarantino's been making the rounds. Uh, you brought to my attention that he was on um, another another previous subject of the podcast, Brett Easton Ellis' uh, podcast earlier this week. Yeah, for three
0: hours. Oof. Three hours of that. Man. And you pay for the privilege.
2: <laughs> oh, No.
0: That's um
1: Oh, Well, that's good. That, that's actually good. Um, so early, before that, he was on uh, Joe Rogan.
0: Of course. Of course he was.
1: Um, I think he was also on Dax Shepard, who's by far the least offensive of those three.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he's got... Uh, Dax Shepard has a very punchable face. I don't think he's ever done anything that's like... You know? I just uh,
1: Yeah, some people some people just have that face.
0: Yeah, he's got one. But anyway.
1: So Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is a movie it, it's 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 something that exists in the world. Yeah. <laughs> to quote your sexy beast reaction. Yes. Um came out a couple years ago. This was Tarantino's most recent movie. Um it there was some controversy surrounding it pretty much immediately about one scene in particular um, where he depicts uh, Bruce Lee um, losing in a, a fistfight to uh, the Brad Pitt character in the film. Sure. Um, people really didn't like that, uh, the depiction of Bruce Lee in this movie. Yeah. Um, it was not not fun to watch. It was in poor taste. Um I mean, the entire movie was not fun to watch, but that's that's beside the point. <laughs> so you know, after that happened, uh, Shannon Lee, Bruce's, um, Bruce's daughter, came out with a statement. You know how she you know she critiqued it. She was not happy about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that that should be the end of it, right? Yeah. But of course, uh, a couple years later, Tarantino. Is on uh, is on uh, Joe Rogan and he decides to bring this up again. Of course, um, he can never shut his fucking mouth. Can never shut up, and he says that. Uh, well, he's he's about to double down on his original defense of this uh, this scene. Yeah. So his explanation is that. Um, well, I'll just... I'll, I'll pull a quote from Tarantino. Mm-hmm. So this is what he says on Joe Rubin. He says, If Cliff... Cliff is the Brad Pitt character. If Cliff fought Bruce Lee at Madison Square Garden martial arts tournament, he would not stand a chance. But as a killer who has killed men before in a jungle, uh, he would kill Bruce Lee. He'd fucking kill him. Bruce Lee is not a killer. Uh, he's actually facing a guy who could kill him. It's a different story. Um... He goes on to say, where I'm coming from, I can understand his daughter uh, having a problem with it. Uh, it's her father. I get that. But anybody else, oh, suck a dick. Um, he then says that the real Bruce Lee had no respect for American stuntmen.
0: Um, That's rich coming from a guy that didn't have respect for his uh, actors. Yes. And forced them to do some fucking dangerous stunts without stuntmen or stunt performers right? and injured them
1: yeah the hypocrisy here is just overwhelming yeah Um, but there's there's a like a fundamental issue with this this defense that he's made here which is that cliff is a fictional character
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that
1: that tarantino created and bruce lee was a real person
0: yeah this is this is this is his hollywood fan fiction
1: Totally. Yeah. This is. You know, th- yeah. Like this is absolute bullshit. Like it just is nonsense.
0: Yeah. This is like can Goku beat Superman? Exactly. Like, except except one of them. This is this is. Uh, could Superman... Superman versus Michael Jordan? Or yeah. Something? Yeah. Yeah. You involve a real um, person that existed.
1: Yeah, and it's it's, it's nonsense and. Um... Like it's it's very clear when you watch this, and based on things that Tarantino has said, that the only point of this scene was to basically make fun of Bruce Lee. Yeah, like that's really it. Um, so after this podcast came out, Shannon Lee was uh, compelled to make another statement um and she had a guest column on in the hollywood reporter uh it's, it's a good piece i would recommend mm, mm-hmm. reading it i did i did pull some some quotes from it um basically she says she says i'm really fucking tired of white men in hollywood trying to tell me who my father was yeah. right
2: <laughs> yeah. um
1: so she says uh calling her father arrogant and an asshole when they have no idea and cannot fathom what it might have taken to get work in the 60s and 70s in hollywood as a chinese man um, i'm tired of white men in hollywood mistaking his confidence passion and skill for hubris and therefore finding it necessary to marginalize him and his contributions um, she also goes on to make the point that uh tarantino's continued criticisms of bruce lee are especially not welcome right now mm-hmm. quote at a time when asian americans are being physically attacked Told to go home because they are seen as not American and demonized for something that has nothing to do with them. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. This is totally. also the guy that, like, tokenizes Asian culture. Like, that's, like, all Kill Bill was. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I
1: think this just comes down to i mean it's it's problematic in a number of ways but it comes down to the issue of tarantino as someone who has the freedom to do whatever he wants Mm -hmm. in hollywood yeah and he just seems oblivious to the fact that most people especially minorities don't have those same opportunities or the unlimited resources or the power to do those things
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um as an aside like he he could make any film that he wants to make. Mm -hmm. And that movie was once upon a time in Hollywood. (laughs) Like, I just really don't like that movie. Mm -hmm. And that was, that was the film that he had the freedom to make whatever the hell he wanted. And that was the end result. Like, yeah, come on. But anyway, that's beside the point. Um, but yeah, like this kind of, this kind of leads into another issue from, from earlier this year where, um, Joshua James Richards, he's the, um, the DP for Chloe Zhao, the, um, best picture winner and best director winner, uh, for Nomadland. Mm -hmm. So, um, during like, I guess the press tour for that film earlier this year, um, Joshua James Richards, he, he called out Tarantino on some bullshit, um, dating back to 2014, uh, when, when, um, Tarantino was at Cannes. Doing a press conference at the Cannes Festival,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, *Pulp Fiction* that year was the only movie that was being screened in 35 millimeter. And uh, so, during this press conference, um, Tarantino said, "He says, as far as I'm concerned, digital projection is the death of cinema. <laughs> the fact, <laughs> yeah, the fact that most films aren't presented in 35 uh, millimeter means that the world is lost. Digital projection is just television in cinema." Um, so, uh, Joshua James Richards is like, no. <laughs> um, he, he, says, uh, Tarantino, this is a quote from Richards. He says, Tarantino says digital is death of cinema. Fuck you, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Chloe could get no backing because she's a Chinese woman with digital. We could make our own movies for a hundred thousand dollars at the level. They could be shown as cinema. Mm hmm. So yeah, he's a hundred percent correct there. Um, and the proof is that she won best picture at the Oscars and she's a renowned filmmaker and they have made three terrific movies together. Um, so like there's no mad um, He was also the DP on her debut, which is songs. My brother taught me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I didn't know this um, until I was just like researching for this, this story, but he used that film as his NYU thesis. Oh, wow. And that movie, let me tell you, is better than anything I've seen from Tarantino.
2: Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, so, like, that just... It's another case of Tarantino just spouting his bullshit because he can do whatever he wants, and he thinks that, like, the way he does things is superior, and anybody else that doesn't do it the same way is inferior, and... He's completely ignoring the fact that, you know, other people don't have those same opportunities. Mm-hmm. Um, and to and to 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 be a fan of film, and to just like completely dismiss anything that's shot
0: digitally—that's ridiculous—is
1: like the most ridiculous thing, because um, that's what most films are nowadays.
0: Right, and um, th- th- it, like. Uh, like that cinematographer mentioned like the, the fact is is that it's uh cheaper to work with and so people do not have the resources to uh source uh film the same way yes. that uh directors that have been successful for thirty years can just do with a snap of their finger. It, totally it's, it's,
2: yeah
0: yeah it's ridiculous.
1: And like this point is proven without even getting into how great uh, Richards is as a DP or how great Chloe Zhao is, like, that's beside the point. But, yeah, yeah like, they yeah, make beautiful yeah, yeah. movies. It's also
0: ignoring the fact that uh, you can do amazing things with digital.
1: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, there are three films together are all stunning. The other one is The Rider from a couple years ago, which mm. is great as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just this ongoing bullshit from Tarantino walking around saying all this nonsense. It's just it's annoying me. Yep. I wanted to mention it. I wanted to bring it up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so now Tarantino bought uh, a theater in L.A. The Vista Theater. It's apparently historical. It was shut down, and uh, he is only showing thirty-five millimeter films at mm-hmm. this at this. Um, at this theater, he he says that they're going to show first run movies there, but only if the studios present him with a thirty five millimeter copy, and that is just an extra expense that is not not always going to happen.
0: Yeah. So yeah, like what movies are you going to show? Like, well, so he owns a
2: separate
1: theater uh, in L A. as well. I forget the name of that one, but he's he's owned this one for for. Like, almost 15 years now. But in 2014, he took over the curation of it. And since then, he basically just shows, like, double features of his movies. And he shows, like, classic films that he likes. So, like, way to get the... Way to way to spread the the love in, in cinema there.
0: Right, yeah, like, come on. Like, he can do whatever the fuck he you know? wants if he buys it, but, like... It, it doesn't... It's, you're not yeah. really, um... Even practicing what you're preaching, if you're trying to, uh, like, he always, his whole thing is like, oh, I love film, I love film, blah, 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 blah. That was the whole point of his, of Once Upon a Time, too. And it's like, no, you're just sort of a nepotist and, you know, you stroke your own ego. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and with Once Upon a Time... It wasn't even just, like, a love letter to film. It was a love letter to a very specific type of old, western, like, campy western movie. Yeah. That was made for, like, a, an era and that nobody cares about mm-hmm. except for him. And does not at all make for a compelling, wide-release film. Yeah just really ridiculous there. But um, yeah, so like y- you mentioned practicing what he preaches, like, okay, he can just talk shit about other people or like if he really cared that much, he could maybe try and like, I don't know, start a studio that made films in, like on film and not digitally, or like he could try to like fund filmmakers that he likes. right? Or like use his power and influence that
2: way, mm-hmm.
1: instead of just like sitting in the corner and complaining, um, and, and like buying up this theater and like living in the past by showing just his own movies and like some you know stuff that he likes from the from a long time ago. Right. Yeah, he's just he's just annoying. I'm I'm not a fan.
0: <laughs> no, me neither. The only movie of his that I found watchable is Reservoir Dogs.
1: <laughs> hmm which uh, another thing he he was just i guess bullshitting some more and he was like oh yeah i thought about uh maybe my final movie, cuz you know how he's his next movie is going to supposedly be his last one yeah
0: yeah he said that about every fucking movie
1: i know it's like he just does it for the press mm-hmm. um, he likes to 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 bring to to talk about that every chance he gets um which I guess you know it keeps him in the in the the news cycle yeah. in between movies, so I guess it's working. Like I'm I'm pulling a lot of this stuff from IndieWire, mm-hmm. which is a site that I love. I go there every day. Um, I love the critics that work there, the editors, and all that. But my God, the coverage they give to this man—it's right. like he's the pre- it's like he's the president. Like everything he <laughs> yep. says. Um, so that's the one aspect of IndieWire that I really am not a fan of. But, um, but yeah, so like. Apparently he 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 ran he he had the idea for his final film to be Reservoir Dogs, but an entirely black cast. Okay, like all right. What I mean, it sounds kind of uninspired, but also like, why to get scraps? Yeah, like what um what
0: is what what like is what, the what, what, what is that doing? Like what is
1: what is that doing for the story or for? Anything really? Yeah. Like what? Like you're not John Mayer. You're not an authority on
2: <laughs> like <what? laughs> on the black experience. I, so. Yeah. Like
0: what is that? What is? It? It's not. It's not like it's like a, a play or something. Like where you, I like. I, what?
1: I think there was a rumor that it would be turned into a play too. If the movie didn't pan out, sure. So
0: so yeah it's like if, yeah if you like it's the same story with a different cat like what what is what
1: yeah because that's what i was, coming from quentin tarantino i can't imagine he would restructure the story to to make it worthwhile no it just sounds like a headline grabbing thing like a a gimmick
0: yeah yeah that's why i'm like what what do you what what why yeah, can, why? Can you, exactly. If you wouldn't have an all black cast, that is that is one like you cannot come up with a movie with an all black cast. Exactly.
1: Like it's so low effort that all you're gonna do is just remake your debut. Yeah. Like
0: what?
1: Uh, but yeah, like if that really is his last movie, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like, whatever his last... Like, if his next one, whatever he makes next is his final one, and he's not just, like, pulling a Brett Favre and doing well, it for the, the, the press.
0: Well, he said that for the last however many movies. He said that with um, Hollywood, and he said that with whatever the one before that was, the...
1: Uh, oh, so he's already been doing a Brett Favre of that.
0: Yeah, he's been doing this for years.
1: Oh, shoot. Each I movie's is his last one. Oh okay.
0: No, that's why it's bullshit. Cuz I thought he, I thought
1: he wanted to make like 10 of them. So this this will be his 10th movie.
0: He's no, he's been saying the same shit for years. Well, that's not Django was going to be his last one. <laughs> oh, Hollywood was going to be his last one. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's it's not not uh not someone you want to be out there representing uh the world of cinema
0: that's for sure mm-hmm. oh, and then I think his um, other whole thing is like uh, he doesn't know which one because Kill Bill is two parts or whatever so his, oh. his numbering on all he, he's annoying he's just annoying it's
1: so pretentious yeah but then people give him the attention too so mm-hmm. and I guess I can't talk because I'm talking about him on a podcast right now <laughs>
2: yeah well
1: But yeah, that was the whole, the whole Tarantino thing. I just hate seeing him walk around with his,
0: nope. Um, and I really didn't have to mention, like, the Bezos shit.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I was, I was actually glad that you put that on there, though, because I I thought the whole thing was just so, so outrageous.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Like, I I put it on there. Do you want to
1: quickly? Do you want to quickly? Because that won't really won't be relevant next week either. Yeah,
0: I know. I put it on there because I happened to be up while it was happening. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was funny that, like, I get up early for weird live events. Yeah. Like, just suddenly. Um, But then, like, after a few days, I was just like, I'm just sick of this shit. I'm sick of his dong rocket. Um, I know. But, yeah. So, the Bezos rocket thing happened uh they didn't go to space they were not in space <laughs> <laughs> it, it's basically the equivalent of like you know those plane rides where they like go up and then down at a certain uh trajectory and so it like simulates anti-gravity mm-hmm. that they do for like promo events or whatever that's, sure. that's like the equivalent of what they fucking did like they were not yeah they were out there for like 11 minutes or some shit um Yeah, he wrote a dick for 11 minutes. Yeah. Uh, But like, because there was the live feed or whatever on CBS. And so I clicked on it because it was on Twitter. And so I clicked on it and I was there for this quote. I don't know which CBS anchor was saying this, but they said, can you imagine a better crew to go to space with? Jeff Bezos, his brother, a 72-year-old and an 18-year-old. And they were like, serious (laughs) they were serious and I was like what are you talking what (laughs) what are you talking about yeah I want to go to space with Jeff Bezos his dumb fuck brother (laughs) his blood boy and then some old man yeah that's that's my crew that's my I'm Commander Shepard and this is my crew Man. Just, just the just the bleakest the bleakest shit in the world.
1: Oh, it really is. I mean, just the whole the whole idea of all these billionaires suddenly obsessed with going to space as the world below them is burning.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's this dick measuring contest, and then his whole thing is like, "Well, we got to move all the industry out to the moon." It's like, what do you, what?
1: Man, did you see how he thanked? he thanked amazon employees and customers for making it possible
0: yeah yeah because the, we paid for it all yeah it's like we fucking know you you fucking chode
1: yeah you don't give them livable wages and their working conditions are shit and that's why you were able to go to space
0: yeah they can't piss they can't piss yes. at work and you're going you're going to space on a cock rocket you're you're cock it.
1: I saw a tweet. I if I knew we were talking about this, I would have I would have kept the source of it. Um but I did see a tweet where somebody was like, uh if he wanted big dick energy, he would have just fulfilled all the teachers' Amazon wish lists.
0: Yeah, he can end hunger, he can Yeah. Yep. But no. No. He's gotta be in these dick measuring contests with these billionaires. Um, in his in his stupid cowboy hat. Like it's it's so ridiculous. And just the fawning coverage of it from these news outlets. Yeah. Like who gives a fuck what he does? Who gives a fuck?
1: There is a, a wildfire in the west that is the size of Oregon. <laughs> and we're we're excited about this.
0: Can you believe that Jeff Bezos took his blood boy up Up to the atmosphere For 11 minutes Wow Like what And the other one Branson who gives a shit Yeah Who gives a shit They're trying to leave They're like dining and dashing
2: hmm
0: yeah
1: <laughs> they left a big old mess on the table too
0: yeah fucking cowboy hat and it's hilarious too it's like these dudes like will go through a divorce and then they're so they're so obscenely wealthy that they can't just buy a sports car so, so they need to they're trying to go to <laughs> space instead yeah my
1: god Just let me know when he's going to go and he's going to stay there.
0: Right. So, yeah, good luck. Good luck. Go go, go to places that don't have a livable atmosphere. Go ahead. Go right Mm -hmm. ahead.
1: While continuing to make our atmosphere unlivable.
0: Yeah. Just. What a joke. Yep. (sighs) So, yeah, that was that was basically it.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah it's just disgusting hmm on so many on so many levels
0: i just i i was like i was like awake and i was actually doing notes for the show pretty early and I was like oh, what's going on and then i'd see like oh that looks like a dong he's in a dong rocket okay yeah. cool yep po uh, yeah, that's probably going to do it for us.
1: <laughs> well, do, do you, do you think anything about the design of that rocket had to do with like aerodynamics?
0: Uh, ah, who knows? It's, it's like it's, this was, this was necessary. I, I'm going to just go full Freudian. It's, 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 it's just, it's, it's so fucking Freudian. Um, yeah, no, it really is.
1: It couldn't be more transparent.
0: It's they're literally in a dick measuring contest with each other. Like, yeah,
1: it's all, it's all a big joke.
0: Yeah. It's like you did, you did what a Russian monkey did in the fifties <laughs> and actually yeah. the monkey was better at it. Like, come on. Yep. You and your dipshit brother. God. Um, yeah, that's, that's our show. That's, that should do it. That's yeah. Show. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Um, uh do have an update for you uh the show's now on stitcher podcast index and tune in uh and speaking of jeff bezos uh hopefully soon we'll be on amazon music i sent in the application because i thought we were already on it but then i was going through and like double checking everything um so we will we'll be on. he's been busy
1: he's been busy so he's been to busy
0: jeff's gotta do that after he comes back comes back down into orbit um so yeah, uh, if there is any sort of podcast service we are not on, uh, please let me know and I will try to accommodate. And for a non-exhaustive list of all the services you can find the show on, check out co. And as always, if you have like any kind of uh, third party, you know, pod catcher service, you can just use the RSS feed and add it to your app and it'll work just fine because that's what I do. Um, Same. Yeah. Um, and by the time this is live, Dead and Road Publishing is going to be having a Christmas in July sale for Fred's First Adventure. Uh, that'll be going until July 31st. Uh, hardcover and ebook will be on sale. So check out publishing.denandroad.co for details on that. Because um, i got to figure out pricing today and tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, it makes a great gift uh, for the little ones. Check that out. Um, you can follow me everywhere at Dead and Road. Uh, Facebook is Dead and Road facebook.com slash den and road tv twitch.com slash den road tv uh the email is video at den and road.co. uh that should be everything uh yeah you know i realized right. that, uh this has been the longest con- like uh consecutive stretch of episodes that this show has had uh really yeah it's pretty cool normally we would do like it ended up being like one a month was kind of the best. Um, mm-hmm. And we've been weekly for a good long stretch here. So uh, hopefully this doesn't jinx it. Um, yeah. But we have not had like show breaking technical issues either. So uh, knock on wood with that. Um, so, yeah, this has been good. Um, so All we, right. We will see you next week as long as I didn't completely ruin things by putting that out into the world. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, We really appreciate it. (laughs)